0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Mass's World this week. Instead of asking you to rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast, I'm just going to ask you to share it with at least one friend. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Here's a message from our sponsors. Hey guys, welcome into this episode of Mass's World. Today I have with, uh, have with me Chase Newby. Um, He is the most reoccurred podcast guest, and that's by demand. Um, So I just love having him on because he has a lot of wisdom. But something, you know, I brought on a firefighter a couple weeks ago. I don't know which one comes out first, actually, but I have a firefighter coming on. And Chase was in the military, and Chase and I have known each other for about three years, but we've never really uh, dove deep into his military life. And that's something I'm just completely fascinated by. Um, so I, I wanted to get Chase on, talk about his experience. This is going to be a pretty free flowing conversation, it can go probably some different places, but I'm just gonna, you know, talk about his experience. So, Chase, just to start, what why don't you talk about this experience that much? Yeah,
1: okay. So, I had the same, I asked, uh, I, I told some friends, Hey, I'm jumping on a podcast later, and they said, Oh, cool, what are you doing? I said, Well, one's this, and then one's like, I'm doing the military. One like, are you, in military? I'm like are you in the military, I'm like, Bro, like, you. I like, I just don't share it with them. like they didn't know either. So it's not like you're the only person that didn't. I don't really like share it with, and it's not that I'm hiding it. I think like I I, the more I talk about it, maybe I'll figure out why I don't really share. But part of it's because like since then I've had so many other experiences that I think have have built me or that I'd rather talk better share than um than the military. Like it's not that I'm ashamed or anything. I thoroughly enjoyed the time, and I think um. It was very impactful, but there are other things that are more impactful that I think that I've experienced since then that have just come up more, like have brought on more conversations or I used to share about why I do the things I do. You know, like I don't think the military um, was more of a detriment or brought more. Right.
0: I think, but I think, I think military, you know, defines a lot of people. Oh yeah, so and that doesn't—that's just not something that defines you. You don't, you know, you're not always.
1: Yeah, like I don't wear the never talking about it. So I was in the Air Force. I don't like wear the Air Force hat everywhere. Where like the not that that's uncool or like that you shouldn't do it. I think it's cool that people want to um, show that they are in because it is it is a brotherhood that I'll always be a part of, which is kind of cool to be like. I was a vet. Like that's that's neat. And um, but I I think that like I I find identity in like in Christ first. And then like my next priority is like a husband. Like I have other things that like I identify as, as, as a man and that's what I've – so that's kind of why I don't. And I think – and you know what? There's a lot of people who did a lot more like more difficult and sacrificing things than I did when I was in. I had a very fortunate position where I didn't have to ever be deployed or anything like that. So um, I, I think that like those people, they had much more of an impact because of those experiences and I didn't. So I think that's why it doesn't really come up as much, but I think that they should rep it all they want because I think that like that's, they really did maybe shape America in ways that I, I didn't. I mean, I did do a job that does help in the grand scheme, but they did things that were way more impactful, you know, in my opinion. And maybe that's like a flawed way of thinking of it. But I think that I give them more glory just because like I, I do respect some of the more bigger sacrifices than what I did.
0: Yeah. No, I think, I think that's right on. Um, Oh, that's kind of the answer i was expecting from you and just yeah. you know i think that's really cool so you joined the air force yeah and how is the air force different than all the other branches of the military so, like why'd you choose it i don't
1: dude so i joined in out of high school like my parents were divorced didn't have much money like my wife she like her parents would like pay for her to go to school so that was just like the next step right like you just like you like you just went to college like that's just what you do that wasn't something I just thought I was doing. I was like, well
0: You had to go get a job kind yeah, of deal. Like, what do
1: I do? Like I'm high school's done. So I would like to say that I was like super patriotic I was like gonna go serve my country. But that wasn't why I joined. I was eighteen. Like no one makes Did you think about like the awesome. benefits?
0: Yeah, like, I mean like like the down the road, this is gonna really help me.
1: I just did like I knew that I could I could I could definitely get in. I was in um I did like being very athletic. I played sports and I worked out, so I figured that would help me. Um, the benefits are very good. I said, the last thing, like the worst thing that could happen is I stay in and then I get to retire and have like a pension and then be able to kind of do whatever I want with my life without having to worry about finances as much. I thought there were a lot of benefits and not as many, like there was more pros than cons, but I can't say it was like one specific reason. Like my grandfather joined and was in a long time and then he got out, but like he never talked to me about it. So I don't like, I don't think anyone influenced me into doing it. I just like, I gotta do something and we can't afford college, so I'll jump in. If I wanna get out, they'll pay for my college.
0: So I just kinda did the pros and cons thing. No, I think that's, I mean, when you're 18, what do you know? I don't know. Like, I, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's cool, though. So was there a distinction of the Air Force, or you just kind of rolled the dice? Did you, like, want to be a pilot? This is this a horrible answer.
1: Again, 18 years old, like, this is me 18 years old, okay? So I was thinking, like, well, I'm not going to be Army because they're all really dumb, and anyone, like, they can <laughs> let anyone in. Like, it's a horrible, oh, but that's man. what was me. And I was like, <laughs> sure, they're all really dumb. They're just going to give me a gun, I'm going to just go run into, like, a gunfight. Like, well, that's not really realistic. That's sometimes just what the movies tell us. But... Then I'm like, well, I don't want to be a jarhead and have to say "Ura" every time I like see another jarhead. I didn't want to say that. And then I said, well, I don't want to be on a ship all the time. I don't know if I can get seasick and I would rather be like in the States and I don't want to sleep in a small – I want a real bed, not a small bed. See what I'm saying? Like 18-year-old, this no, is my just, mindset.
0: Yeah, pros and cons right. and then like based on what you see in shows. Yeah,
1: So, but like everyone made fun of like chair, like Air Force. They call it Chair Force because they we have some money. <laughs> so they say like all you'll do is sit around and you all can just do things from computers. I'm like that's really cool though. Like I'll eat better than you. I'll sleep in night or so places than you will, things like that. So, I think I just would get more benefit from joining the Air Force. Um, I don't know. That's my reasoning behind it. I don't really have any family that really did much military. So I didn't really have any and, good counsel.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I wanna preface this like if you served like that's unbelievable. Yes, and please don't hear me say Yeah, no, yes. and I just Chase and I both and when I and I talk about this, we both come across insensitive sometimes. So like when you made the Ura comment, I, I, I cracked up. I have a I have a kid from the colony who's going into the navy yes. and then I have a guy who I'm real close with, who's real close with our team at the Colony, who was in the Navy, and he made us scream, ooh just reminded me of that. Yes. So I just wanted to preface, like, yeah. I hope none of this comes across as—
1: Eventually, they'll understand who I am, and they right. know that, like, I'm joking about these things, but I also— But those 18-year-old them. you. Yeah, that was 18-year-old That's me. just I don't honest. see that mindset at all. I think that we're all—I mean, it's a team. We're all a team, and we work together, like, we need the Navy. Otherwise, who guards the water— Like. You see, what I'm saying, like, you need the Air Force, like, you need the Marines. They're all a big team. They wouldn't be there unless there was a necessity for them. So, I love any other vet. It's just that was an eight. Sure, sure.
0: Silly mindset. No, no, no. Anyways, yeah, anyways. yeah. No. Next question. Yes. So okay. we'll, we'll move on. So okay. you chose the Air Force. Yes. You go to basic training. Is there a difference in basic training of each branch of the military? I'm sure there is. Yeah. So they're all different. So what was? So well, do you do spec, spec ops before? Do you choose special ops to take that test before or after?
1: There's this thing called an ASVAB, and I think all branches still use that. But it's a test that kind of just – it's supposed to be kind of like a test just to see where you are um, with knowledge, just everything. So they test like mechanical skills, electrical skills, math, English, all kinds of like general knowledge questions just to see what type of jobs you would be better placed in so that when you go through the training, they'll know if you'll actually pass or if you're just not suited.
0: So it's like the military Myers-Briggs.
1: I still don't know what that is. Y'all brought that up to me last week.
0: I need to take that. It's like a it's like a test that shows you what profession you I share. think this
1: one is a little bit more they've been using it longer. More
0: aptitude, like
1: It's an aptitude test. There you go. Okay, we got it. Anyway. Okay, so whenever I was joining, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I played a lot of video games though, so I thought like spec ops would be really cool. So there's a there's a position called Tac P I need to probably look up the name. It's T- like... B, TACP. T-A-C-P, I think. And what they do is they call in airstrikes. So they'll go and travel with other, like, um, spec ops teams from other branches. And they call in airstrikes wherever they go.
0: Like Call of Duty airstrikes. Like Call of Duty
1: airstrikes. I'm like, why wouldn't I want... And the reason why I chose that one is because in the Air Force, there's only, like, there's only a few different type of spec ops. The other one's uh, para-jumpers. I was fearful of that one because you have to be, like, a Navy... That's, like, the Navy SEAL of Air Force. So they have to do all the swimming. They have to, like, go underwater and, like, stand underwater for, like, years. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, really <laughs> weird. Or, like, they have to go through um, a seer training where they, like, have to sit. Like, they go through torture training. All kinds of really hard things. Whoa. Yeah. What so is we'll go- t- uh, did you ask okay. about
0: any torture training?
1: So seer training is, like, um, I think, actually, Tacopee might have to do it. But, but they do the
0: waterboarding thing where they put a... They a- do
1: really scary stuff. So I do know that, like, they do make you all, like, not... They won't let you eat a whole bunch. They make you stay up a lot. They just make you... It's a survival... It's like evasion. a
0: delusion. Like, yeah, survival,
1: just... evasion, rescue, something. That's kind of what it, I probably should have done more, like looking up
0: what more of these are called. So but you didn't want to go that I way.
1: was Yeah. So I was I was smart too in the fact that like I was trying to avoid things that were really hard, but I want to do something really cool. Again, I was 18,
0: so it was like... Choosing the path of resistance, but, doing, but being yeah. cool at the same time. But right? that doesn't seem like, you know, like I want to do something really cool, but not very hard. <laughs> yeah. That's a very 18-year-old <laughs> mindset. Years. That's a millennial mindset. <laughs> it is. So yeah, anyway. I did it too. I mean. Okay.
1: So that's what I was – so I was, so what happened was I took a um, – before basic training, before, like during ASVAB. ASVAB, you just take that when you're talking with the recruiter. Like when you're going in, you're still a civilian. You're just talking with a recru- recruiter and you're trying to figure out what you want to do. They show you all these really cool jobs. You take the ASVAB then they take a lot away because you only can do – now you can only choose these based on your score. Um, for Spec Ops, I could do that. They were more concerned with your physical capabilities and they were with like, um, like your mental stability or
0: like – not mental stability but like how much knowledge you have for engineering. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Was there like a mental toughness thing in that? I guess no, that was more no. of like the – be, because like I watch movies like Lone Survivor and I'm like, dude – Guy bit his tongue off, like, yeah, and he just so, keep going. And, yeah. like, he breaks his leg. He's shot in the arm, and he's just, like, he's nah. just Iron Man. Like, it's, it's like a modern-day superhero. Right. So, so like, is, how do you train for that?
1: This is what I did. They said, listen to and even to be considered to, for me to put you in the This is the recruiter speaking. For me to consider you to go into the training, you would have to pass these minimum requirements. There was a there was a run, which I think had to, like, maintain, like, a five- to six-minute mile. For how many miles? I don't know. I like think, two or three or something like that. Yeah, again. something like that. It wasn't super hard, but that's a fast mile. Yeah, so, so it was like a mini triathlon. Right, but as an 18-year-old, you're kind of in a better shape than you are now. Sure. So I could pull that off or at least gun it really hard for one time, and I won't run it. You know what I mean? Like, But they wanted you to do that. They made you do a bunch of push-ups, sit-ups, and, and pull-ups. And if Do you, you remember the number? No, but like whenever I was in the Air Force, I do remember the numbers. I think it was like um, sit-ups and push-ups, but we're between 50 and 60 within a minute. Dang. Yeah. So you're going like one per second at least. But yes. that's for 100%. I can get into that later. But um, yeah, 50 to 60. And then pull-ups I think was like 10 to 15, which isn't hard. But 10 to 15, without like, that's stopping. without stopping. You can't come off the bar. like That's what you had to do. So again, this is all for just for TACP that my recruiter made me do. These could be changed since then or different recruiters would have different requirements. But they wanted to make sure that they wouldn't send you in and you not know what you're getting yourself into.
0: So they were doing their job by... Preparing you right
1: and sending good applicants in, like it's a good recruiter, like good recruitees in. So, I passed. It took way too long to get me in. There's not a lot of spec ops in the military, right? Because they're elite. So it took almost a year for me to get answers back. So instead, what they were doing is they were calling me and sending me other jobs throughout that year. So I got really cool. Was well, this
0: your high school? High school. I'm still 18. so senior year.
1: Yeah. So I'm so I'm graduated and I'm just like working like 18 years old, waiting for a recruiter, still talking with a bunch, going to meetups to try to train with them a little bit. But I passed the test and I I was just waiting around. So in the meantime, they still need to get their numbers in. They have to get like, otherwise they, how do they measure how well a recruiter does? right? Right. That's a real thing. So they, um, I was meeting up with them and everything, but they started calling me with these really cool jobs. They weren't cool at the time. They're very cool now. The other jobs – What do you
0: mean by that? Like, so, like you that appreciate job. them now?
1: I appreciate them now. Okay. Not, for an 18-year-old, they weren't cool. Like one was like a weatherman and you'd be traveling around with like the coolest gear chasing like really cool storms and making sure you're tracking them and seeing how they're going to work. And these areas at what time like – That sounds be,
0: terrifying.
1: Yeah, but that – like
0: at the <laughs> Yeah, no, time, like, exhilarating. Yeah,
1: but now that would be kind of cool. Like I didn't I didn't have any passion or hobby at the time other than video games, girls, and – sleep pizza i don't know i didn't i just wasn't pizza hasn't wasn't changed pursuing, yeah wasn't pursuing anything specific so they called me with like a weatherman job um one time they called me with a uh, helicopter gunner job oh isn't that freaking sweet that so sounds awesome that's really close to call of duty so i was like "Ooh, i like that so he called me at the time i said hey i would like to call and check to make sure with my mom and dad that, that would be cool why did i say that They'd be like, heck no, Chase. You're it's kind of it.
0: funny because you already made the big decision of going head, into the like, military. Yeah.
1: In my head, I'm like, yes, that would be so incredibly soon But I thought it was like, I was like, I had to make a decision right then because that job is so cool. People are going to grab that. He's, he's going to give it, So he's like, you better hurry because I'm going to call someone else. If they say yes, it goes to them because they have to meet their job requirements. So I kind of like dragged my feet and it went away. So I didn't get that job. Um, although I guess that's a cool thing because I wasn't deployed. Hey, and home and home. (laughs) Let's go. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I didn't get that job as well. Still waiting around. They finally said, Hey, the next best thing from spec ops is security forces. Now, if you don't know what security forces is, if you do know what security forces is, you're probably laughing because that's not the next best thing to spec ops. That's like pretty low on the totem
0: pole. Path of least resistance. Is that why this decision was made? Low
1: ABAB score is required. Like that t- like anyone could be a security forces. Unfortunately, I mean for a recruiter, that's I think that that's what they have as their mindset. Um, so I, I think I had a good score, but they also want me in, and I've been waiting a long time. So at this point, it was just rare to go. So I just said, I'll take it. It's fine. Um, the way I describe security forces is it is um, there's two sides. There's a, a security side. And there is a law enforcement side. Law enforcement is a cop. That's the actual police that you see. They're on base. They're driving in cop cars, dogs. Like, that's police. There's also security. Those are the guys that look like Call of Duty, but believe me, we're not. Okay? that's So you're side.
0: carrying, like, a big M16 and just walking Dude, around. like So
1: heavy. So that's what I ended up getting into. <laughs> So let me make sure I keep this story straight. So anyway, that's the job that I took, not knowing much about it, but it seemed like it was the next best thing because the recruiter doesn't lie to you, right? So that's what I joined with. And then you go to basic.
0: Okay. What's basic basic training like? Basic
1: training. Air Force, eight weeks
0: long. Could anyone do basic training? I mean, like anyone in reasonable shape? Or is it like, how challenging is it? People
1: ask me that. I think that like army and Marines, I was dogging them earlier. I think physically they have to be in better shape than air force,
0: chair force,
1: chair force. Let's get that correct. (laughs) So chair force. Um, I think the more difficult, um, part of the BMT basic training for me was the mental, um, I think they kind of tortured you mentally. You had to remember and regurgitate a lot of things during very critical situations That was the hard part. Give me an
0: example of that.
1: So an example would be like this. Um, We had these fake – they weren't fake. They were actual M16s underneath each one of our beds um, in basic training. Okay. The reason being is they wanted us to um, know how to break those things down and build them back up in record time. And whoever was the best got like cool perks and stuff. So those were always underneath our beds, but we can only pull them out when they said. But they weren't loaded, nor did they have the right – um, mechanics inside to actually shoot right but so it's kind of simulated so we had to be able to break those things and build it back up so while we did that at the end of basic training like we were being groomed to do this we have to know our chain of command from myself all the way up to the president of the united states
0: how many is that
1: dude i can't even tell you right now if i look i probably have to look it up let me give you an idea though it was for me to the dorm leader, which was just another one of the BMT trainees, but he was above us because he was chosen. But if something crappy happened, it always landed on him, right? Like the like the class president. Yeah. So me, him, the BMT instructor, the TI, technical instructor, the guy with the funny hats, the straight bim that like yell at they you, yell at you, force voices. Yeah.
0: Why isn't your bed made?
1: <laughs> so that's what that was. Him. Okay. So me, dorm leader, him. Above him was his supervisor. Then it was like a squadron like, um, captain or something like that, like a, like a vice president, I guess you could say in terms of like a, a company or a business, then be a president, which would be like the squadron commander and then move up to like, not only a squadron, it'd go like to base, then it'd go to like the region or it'd go like to certain, like, or only training, all of training under one guy. And then it'd work up to like certain generals all the way up to like uh, secretary of defense and like, it would just go all the way up and you had to know what their position was, um, and their name and their rank and their name all the way up to the president Okay, that was difficult for me because I'm like, I don't even like, you're 18, like, I don't even know who the president is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that was the hardest part. So the mental part was hard because you had to know that. And then while you're doing certain things, he would ask you, hey, who is this? Or who's this person's supervisor or above? And you had to know it. And if you took too long, you'd either start running, doing push ups, or you would go outside while it's raining and make sure you can sweep all the rain into the drain. Like, you do weird stuff Sweep like that. Sweep all the
0: rain into yeah, the like drain. He, could,
1: he didn't want water on his pad. Like, I, they called them pads. They're just concrete slabs. Well, his pad was wet. Well, it's raining. <laughs> See, I? That's why it's <laughs> wet. I bet that just You're didn't saying, go like, That would be one of the sport. torture <laughs> things that they would do. Like, it's ridiculous some of
0: the stuff they did. But So, what else in basic training? Like- so,
1: basic training is eight weeks. Um, they say that um, week seven and eight are the easiest. Um, actually six seven eight
0: because of the adjustment I'm sure the
1: adjustment it's not that anything's hard it's just that it's so new and it's, it's so structured it, right it's extreme compared yeah very structured so it's not hard if you can figure like if I go back now I'd be like this is easy figure out like the system and just do it and you'll fly underneath the radar and you'll just cruise through basic training um so what time do you have to get up <laughs> it was like, like four a.m. yeah absolutely and you'd go run and. You just run. They don't tell you how long. You just be running in the dark forever. And you either take trails or you'd go around like a big circle, like a um, track. And you just run around the track and you just keep running. And then after that, then you get to go eat. So you get your workout Dude, in early. I lost so much weight. So here's the eating thing. Whenever you go in to eat. Was the food good? Food was great. It's the Air Force. I told you about that. Chair Force. Chair Force. So you ran forever, then you get to go eat. Uh, what I, um, like Wednesdays was like chicken wings and pizza. So that sounds fantastic. But the way it works is there's these tables where four to five people can sit at these tables. Let's say you, myself, and two other guys were the first to get food and we sit down. You are supposed to drink two cups of water and whatever cup of whatever you want, Gatorade, juice, whatever. But you have to drink all three of those before you can leave the table. Okay. So you're already kind of full after drinking, like chugging three things of liquid, and then you get to somewhat eat.
0: <laughs> but Why the did t- they do that? What was the thought process? Because
1: they need you to stay hydrated. And it, the San Antonio is the basic training. Okay. So it's like really humid and it's Texas, so it's really hot. So like they want you to – I think that's part of just hydration. The, the hard part was the table behind you, they can only eat until you get up. Does that make sense? So, like, I'd, we'd be eating, and then as soon as we kind of finish, the next table... Has to be finished, so it had to like. As we got up, they need to be getting ready to get up, and the next table has to be. They need to be getting, and it falls. So, down.
0: how are you coordinating this?
1: So, like, we would just be getting like the first table just kind of gets yelled yelled at, like hurry up, beat your food. Like, there's always ti's everywhere, just yelling at you.
0: It's insensitive. Did you we, did you grow really callous to all? Of you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like you weren't scared of it by Dude, the end of it. And I've already
1: told you how I was as an eighteen year old. Eighteen year old, I was always getting yelled at. Like my mom, like she, I. have Bless her heart. Like, she took <laughs> care of us two boys, and I was always trying to get in trouble. Okay, keep going. So, um, so you didn't eat very much. So, my trick was to maintain, to maintain calories, because uh, I wasn't eating very much, or when you were, like, you're eating very fast. So you weren't really digesting very well either, because you weren't chewing as much as you probably should. It was more just like swallowing monster pills to, like, get food in there. So, there was these little peanut butter cups, not candy, actual peanut butter in, like, a plastic Tear, like you would get like at a Denny's or something. For okay. peanuts, you see know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would get a spoon and I'd get like three or four of those to get like a few hundred calories in and, in a sitting. And I would just eat those first because I can get that with the water and get that down. So at least I have three to four hundred calories in. I don't know why I knew to do this. But I, that was a meal. So if I didn't get anything else other than that because I was rushing, at least I have some healthy fats, protein, and a little bit of carbs. And that's somewhat sustainable for a short duration of time, right? So that was my
0: trick. Oh my gosh. It was intense. I bet, man. So okay, so you're going through basic training. What what was the was there ever like activities where you couldn't move on until everybody got got it or did something correctly or Yeah, we
1: did a lot of marching. And that's kind of funny. Like we don't really march that much once we get into the actual Air Force, but to graduate you have to march and you have to look really good. And see, I'm I'm kind of making fun of it when I shouldn't be that is something that cannot be lost like that type of like discipline of marching and looking like that if we didn't keep that that could easily go away and it could be a little bit more undisciplined and i was just kind of walking you see what i'm saying but that's kind of how people approached like that's how they got soldiers into combat into wars at some time they'd march them in <laughs> before vehicles. see, not everyone had a horse so i think that like That's what we still did when we graduated. Is we marched and we looked crisp. Like if you can't be out of step, when my left foot goes, your left foot goes. When my right foot goes, your right foot goes. And not like everything's tucked in just right. Like we looked really good. So we spent a lot of time marching. Okay. And when you're asking like if anyone messed up, they can see it. If they see someone mess up, you start over. Yeah, just all of you
0: choreographed like over and over and over. In the heat the whole time like and it's all and long sleeves and pants
1: oh yeah like you're in like you're like your sharpest look oh no no we wouldn't do that they, cuz they like they want to keep those good till the end but like the we call them ABUs um, it's just a battle uniform that we wore it's like the camo stuff okay so everyone has like their own type of like um multi cam or whatever you want to say like tiger stripes we had one, and um, we wore that. But it's thick. Like, it's supposed to be used in combat areas. Like, it can't just easily be cut open. Like, it's a thick garment. Like, it's like a canvas or something. So, it doesn't breathe very right. easily. So, that's what I'm saying. You lose a lot of weight
0: because you're just constantly moving. You're sweating really and sweating not eating. and not eating. Okay. So, you finish your basic training. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Now, where do you go?
1: After basic training, you go to... Um, um, tech school, that's what air force calls it. Tech school is basically like learn. It's like a trade school. You're going to learn the trade that you joined the air force for chair force for. And, um, mine was security forces. So we, we, um, which is really neat because they give you college credits for them. Right. So that's kind of neat. So I have a, um, associates almost an associates in criminal justice, just because I took all the, like you spend another, it depends on the trade, Um, like like linguistics, that's probably going to take you a lot longer for your tech school to be done. That might take you like four months or six months. Mine wasn't mine was like two months, I think again, or something like that. And, um, but you go and you, uh, not only are you sitting in class studying, trying to stay awake, um, and just learning as much as you can with like these guys that have been cop, or military police or military security for like their whole career. And you learn from them. Um, but then outside of that, you do a lot of drills, which comes in with a lot of really cool stories because this is where you actually have to like, because um, the security forces, they're like the inv- they're like the infantry of the Air Force. Like when, whoever gets sent out for, like we have the most weapon skill out of everyone else. So we're getting sent first, other than spec ops, but we don't do what they do, right? So um, we went to a place called Camp Bullis, again, right outside of San Antonio. And um, we go there. And you learn in class. You eat. It's still somewhat regimented and it's really strict, but it's not as strict as BMT because you now have a foundation of discipline and respect. You understand rank, who to salute, um, when to stop, when to stop walking if music comes on, things like that. So camp bullis was really cool because they simulate war out there. That's what's. That's why it's called camp.
0: Whoa,
1: it's really cool. So what we do out there is. Outside of learning in school, we would get these. Um, so here's a cool story. They actually built a full like um, it was like a um, like a city like built up with walls and things like that. Like it looked like it was like in Afghanistan or something like that. But you see those on TV like just big walls and doors and things to go inside and small like um, uh, streets and things like that where people walk. They built that with walls around it. And there were training on, like, how to sweep through those and, like, guns and Hummers and things like That's that. That's awesome. Yes. That was really fun. Now, again, it sounds like Call of Duty, but those guys on Call of Duty can, like, run for miles and yeah, all the gear with, like, hundreds and hundreds of rounds and, like, what, meds and, like, all kinds of cool stuff. Dude, all the – Grapple gun. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't – it's so heavy. Everything's so heavy. So, it was really cool to have the heavier weapons because they're automatic, the big ones. Like, we had this thing called a 249. It's a saw. It's just an automatic machine gun, which you can hold, but it also mounts to Humvees. So, that's really cool to be able to shoot that, but you carry 800 rounds of ammo. So, you got to be a really, like... In strong, shape. Yeah, in shape. Um, so, we would, like, clear that kind of stuff sometimes. We'd all be gross and smelly and... He'd be out there like for days, and like we'd eat MREs. Have you seen those? No, what is that? Meal ready to eat. I think it's and like a plastic.
0: Sounds like terrible.
1: No, it is terrible, but it's very but it's high. all it's all you need. Well, it's high calorie. That's the concept. Is they they push a lot of calories into a small box so that if that's all you had for a day. Like it is, it's a days worth of food in one thing.
0: Oh my gosh! So
1: some people like what could eat two of them. I'm like, dude, you're gonna. It's a lot like so like here's... what's in one. one? Well, this is kind of funny. It'd be really thin, thick breads, like dense breads. um it'd be like ravioli, like good ravioli. that was a good one, ravioli. a bad one was like um uh like um ribs, but it's like it's like the Mick rib, like have you seen that like like at McDonald's? like it's a piece of meat that's kind of like it's like a step above like spam. But it has like barbecue sauce on it, but it's in a little package.
0: Dude, that doesn't sound great. But
1: it's high calorie. Um, pop yeah.
0: tarts were in there. I was crushed. Good. Crush some pop high tarts. High calorie, right? So yeah. You take but that but with you. not much space. No. No, that makes sense. So you made it through what camp Bullis? Camp Bullis. Okay. And you get through tech school. Yep. What's next? You are you finally there? Do you finally get your job or do you have to interview or how does
1: that work? That's a big deal. Like you, um, get to have a preference of where you want to go for bases. Um, I wanted to stay either in Texas, close to family or go so far from Texas, somewhere really cool that, um, I could say I've seen the world. Okay. So that's where I put on my list, but that's a, it's a very rare, um, chance, um, to get one of those. So, I ended up going to New Mexico, which is pretty close to home, like 150 bucks on, you know, Southwest flight. Like, that's not too bad. So, I went to New Mexico, and now you're in the actual chair force. Like, you've made it. You made it through all your training. You're ready to actually start your job. You're which getting is, paid at this yeah, point. Yeah. Well, you're getting paid the whole time, but like now you've moved up in a rank that you can get paid a little bit more. And the freedom, like, you. You actually have freedom at this point.
0: Is it five what's the like the rhythm of the schedule? Is it like five days on, two days off? Or so
1: once you get there, you get like put to either LE, LA, like law enforcement, or security. I told you I had security. My job required us to run a Panama schedule. This was hard. There's a lot of pros and cons, but I think it was hard for some people, but not myself, because the Panama schedule is you do let's say you have seven days throughout the week. Monday, Tuesday you're on. Wednesday, Thursday, you're off. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're back on. But the next week, it's flipped. The next week, you only work two days and that's it. So it's a great schedule. So if I were to take off a Wednesday, Thursday, I now have seven days off of work. So that's a cool schedule. But the thing is, I worked days. So a cop job, like I said, it's, they said it's as cool as spec ops. It's not. It requires a 24-7 surveillance. So there's also people who work nights and they work that. So during the day is only when things are open. So they And that's when they should be sleeping, right? So I had friends that worked night shift. But during the day, they should be sleeping. But instead, they had to also go do all their laundry. They had to do all their shopping. They had to do all these things. Because if you're on base and living in dorms or or even out off base, everything's open during the days. So I had a cool schedule because I was on days. But the night shifts didn't.
0: Oh, man. So you kind of lucked out with that. Yeah. What were you doing on job or like on site though, like for ADA? your job? So you say security. Yeah. What are you securing? New
1: Mexico, Albuquerque, New Mexico has a very cool mission there. A lot of it is. Um, this is probably the coolest part of my job. That I, if I were to tell someone what I did in the military or my military experience, this is what I would tell them. My job was I started off, and in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, we have an underground secret security clearance area for maintenance on weapons okay
0: what kind of weapons i can't
1: tell you i'll have to kill you no but like it's it's very like if you looked it up you could probably find out everything that's within there i don't really want to talk about all over a podcast but there there are most expensive assets okay so certain people so it's like
0: big time weapons yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah so like i had a i had a security i had a secret security clearance but some people have top secret which means they actually are in the room with those weapons like working on them i didn't have that but in order to go down you had to have that so there are people on top side which is the sand and all the dirt and the roads on top of the base but there's also underground where you can go and that's where people worked as well i started off top side because everyone does you get a really crappy job with the big heavy guns i was talking about and the turrets on the humvees waiting for someone to attack who never does if you were waiting so
0: you're just standing around
1: Listen, we, stayed, force. we had to we had to sit we had to stay awake somehow. So like uh, seeds, like like sunflower seeds, um, dip, like tobacco or energy drinks. Everyone had one of those three things on them at all times. Because like if you're doing seeds, you'll stay awake. Dip definitely keeps you awake. Or drinking monsters will keep you awake. So I was the monster guy. Like I just drank so many. I still do. unfortunately. I'll probably die from monster. But, like, we had to stay awake because if you got caught sleeping, you could lose a rank. It could ruin your whole career. Yeah, you cannot be sleeping because like, you have weapons on you. Like That's one of the worst things to do.
0: See, I think about that, like, the, the star test is, like, the worst part of the year because I just have to sit there and look at the kids taking the test. And, you and it's only away. three hours. <laughs> we had four, and I can't handle dude, it.
1: We were at work for 14 hours every day,
0: minimum. So you're just standing there. So,
1: like, we would drive around. They'd make us do exercises like fake things. Like, we'd go stuff over the radio and, like, hey, someone's attacking from this point. Go and set up this type of arrangement to attack them. We would do stuff to stay awake, but it was horrible. So I met up with a guy. His name's – I hope he actually listens to this at some point. His name's Ricky Byer, one of the most brilliant – he shouldn't have been in the Air Force. Like, I guess it's cool that he was in there, but, like, he's brilliant. Like, he can learn anything you wanted him to learn, and he can take it and do better at you do better than you who taught like if you taught him that he would do better than you at some point he's just genius
0: that's incredible
1: yeah so he found out that like i was progressing or doing very well on top side learning on my job knowledge stuff like that he took me underground and said i want you to learn how to be in the control center with me and all of these really high we use this this is the word these high speed right the high speed kids just means that they like they can think on their toes. They're smarter. They're faster. They're more They're more in shape. They're like the, the best of the team. Okay? I like being on that team,
0: if you haven't noticed. Yeah, if you don't know Chase, he's very – he's good at pretty much everything he does, and he's yeah. very motivated, and he's going to – okay, who's the be- – he's going to yeah. find the best person. And he's going to be get- like them.
1: I want to do – whatever I do, I want to be good at it. So he grabbed me. He took me downstairs. We started training, and um, so I spent a lot of time on uh, downstairs, and I became second – so this is really cool. I can put this on my resume. Second in control of all of security of um, Albuquerque or Kirtland Air Force Base security, like their security assets. Well, I didn't know that. Second in command. There's one other guy above me in security. He was a control center. There were two other guys in there. Myself, alarm monitor, who controls doors, movement of doors. So these are blast doors, which means that like... People can't blast through them type of doors. Like, you can't get through them. There's so,
0: th- like, the only way they're getting through them is if you press press a button to open. I have the control.
1: I have to check their – like, I have to verify all their IDs, who they are. Um, I have cameras everywhere. I have motion sensors everywhere. I've Like, I can see everything. And that was my job. And the job just uh, to the left of me was he was the guy that, like, um, controlled the radio. And he had all the cameras on top side. So, I looked downstairs. He looked upstairs. He can control everything on topside. So he would um, talk to everyone on the radio. He'd Did you ever them. catch anybody sleeping? Oh yeah, the cameras we have out there, we can zoom all the way in on someone's humvee and look at them. Absolutely, we could. They're really, they're really good, like cameras out there. They're like you can swivel them around. They can zoom in and out. We have infrared. Like, don't mess with us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, it's like, yeah, it's like really cool stuff they had. So I worked up to that position. That was like, that was probably the coolest thing I've ever done. Is doing that and because um, and you didn't really carry all the big heavy weapons, I carried a little pistol and a small little assault rifle. And you go downstairs, you dr like you don't DR but like you take the, you set them in a rack because you can't set a, like a desk and work the system without taking them off, right? So it was really cool. That was like the best position I, I did.
0: No, that's dude, that's awesome. And then so you were in it for four years. So I signed for six though. Okay, so, okay, this is good. Yeah. So, this is kind of, you've reached your climax of what you're doing and, like, yeah. you're good at what you do.
1: Yeah. Now, you want out? Well, I signed for six again because I was like, you get a bonus, again, 18 years old making decisions. The bonus was $1,500. To me, that's like, that's money. Like, I could buy anything. Like, four Xboxes, you know?
0: Like. <laughs> that's so, where your mind's yeah, going. yeah. I- <laughs>
1: So $1,500 seemed like, but then again, you're taxed. So it we like winked down to like 1000 or 1100 So it wasn't even that much then. But I joined, you also get a rank like a few weeks earlier than other people, which was kind of cool, I guess. But I joined for six because of those perks. Come four years, or maybe three and a half, let's do three and a half. Come that time, I was, I've hit kind of the peak there, but um, I didn't think I wanted to stay in. And the, my reasoning behind not wanting to stay in the military is, um, I don't, there was a lot more politics behind it, but at that level, there's no one you can complain to about poor or maltreatment within the work, like in there, like, like the people, like it's, it's the government at that point. (laughs) You just like, that's the highest form of like law enforcement or law or the legal system, right? Is the government. So like, if there was something that was frustrating or needed to be changed, you couldn't, complaint like it was there's no complaints there's nothing you can, You just kind of um, some people say simper gumby it just means like stay flexible that's just what they say because like there's nothing you can do it is what it is now like it was like it was a very horrible um, place to be that like
0: so you're just kind of at that point you were just kind of like i don't really see the growth beyond this and yeah. i'm gonna be doing this forever
1: and if i sign another enlistment you are stuck to one job Oh really? Four to six. Years. So you can't like you can't well,
0: go another. Well, but why would you though? Why yeah,
1: would you? Why would you? You work so hard. But like you could probably switch to a different job. But Like I couldn't leave the military without um uh like finishing the contract. I signed for six. The only reason I got out at four. Well, let me backtrack. So I wasn't really into staying in. I um, figured out that I liked med- or I wanted to take school so I can be um, better than someone else when I applied for this next position. So you have to have college experience. So I was starting to take classes. I figured out I was good at science. I was just excelling at science. And then I liked fitness and health, so I said, well, maybe I want to do something with that. I didn't want to be a trainer, Um, I wanted to do something um, with more status. Again, pride was um, key there. So I chose something um, like a doctor. But then I started doing like process of elimination on um, pros and cons. Like, hey, you
0: would have you been doing it until you were like 35. Yeah, like
1: in terms of the time that I would have spent, like I've already spent four years, I'm like 22. Then I have to get a bachelor's and then another. Anyway, physician assistant was the next option. So I started, take, so I started pursuing that. Something came up called um, they had to demand the Air Force, which just means that like there was a, they started kicking people out because we had too many just people. Just overpopulated. Yeah. And we didn't have either the funds or we didn't need that type of manning. I don't know. It's above my pay grade or it's above my head. I don't really know why they did it. But um, what happened was they said, hey, you can apply. If you're a certain rank, you can apply and you can get extra money to get out. Or if you're not, you can apply for this thing called a palace chase, which is an option to switch from active to guard or reserve. And then you go back home. And you just go once a week. Or, sorry, once a month, you go every weekend. And it's a way for me to finish my active duty, like I finished that, and I'm done. And you just go to a guard reserve and you finish, you know. Your are you two still getting years. paid? You are, but it's less money because you're not working full time. You're only going one weekend a month. So I applied, um, and a bunch of other people did. Two people got it my buddy who was in the armory, and myself. That's it. Out of all the people that applied to get this, only two out of our actual, like, flight or our squadron got it. And it was just me and him. Grace of God. Because, like... Yeah,
0: like, and and then you moved to Dallas and the rest is history. Yeah,
1: because now, like, my... Because Destiny was waiting on me the whole time. So this is his wife. Have you... And y'all were about to get married? Well, we... That's a long time to wait. She had to wait just as long as I... Like, six years is a long time. So she waited. We were dating, but it was, like, Skype... And texting before FaceTime and all that stuff. So like that's all we did to like stay together. We saw each other like every maybe five, six months, something like that.
0: That's brutal on a relationship. So you got to go out and then once a month you'd go once a weekend and Yeah,
1: so I got back to Dallas and I started doing that. And then I here's what I did. I would like to say that I don't like to maybe use like I like kinda got out of the system, but I was trying to like not I, I wanted to go to school full time and I didn't want the Air Force to mess that up. So I chose a position that was in the medical or, or the medical world or the medicine world. I tried to do a cross train. So I did it and I got the position efficiency efficiency because that would prepare me for a, ph- a physician assistant in applying. So I did it. And then once I showed up to the base in Fort Worth, cause I'm in, I'm living in Dallas at this time, they said, Hey, congrats. You're now going to have to go to training for this new position in the medical field. It's going to be in this, whatever state. And it's for six weeks. And I said, um, well, I can't because I'm already signed up for school and I'm doing that full time and I don't want to do Air Force forever. So I'm not going to push school off to go back to do more Air Force stuff for a position that I'm going to stop doing in a few years. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what they said was, well, then we're probably going to have to let you like you're probably going to have to like we're going to kick you out. I'm like, fantastic. <laughs> Let's do that. So what happened? How did you, you really respond? So I didn't say that. I said, I said okay, well, what would that process like? I was a little, but I, I was. You were interested. I was interested, but I didn't want to like get like dishonorable discharge. discharge right. I want to be honorable discharge. So um, at this point, I'm like looking into it and they said, no, all we would do is like um, we would just wipe away the rest of your time because you can't do it based on this reason. Like anyone can like just sign off a high enough rank and be like, hey, I'll just sign off. They can't do it. So they said, they were like, hey, you're just going to have to start, you know, getting out of the system. And I said, great. So I showed up for another weekend, spent like a weekend or two weekends, like two months in a row, like showing up each time. And I just um, signed all the stuff and I got the honorable discharge. And so I, as long as you've served over half your enlistment, you get all of your benefits. So I signed for six. I served for four. That's one year more. So I have honorable discharge. All schools paid for. In Texas, you get the Hazelwood Act. It's even more money. For What's school. the
0: Hazelwood? So, on is that like your like your kind of like per diem? So,
1: like no, you get like you get like uh, the GI Bill and 911 bill are like bills that like just pay for school. So, um, Texas loves military, right? <laughs> so, they on top of the four years the government federal government gives you, Texas gives you an extra four as long as you go to school in Texas. For me, that's perfect because I'm going to PA school. That's six years of college. So I have two years left over that I can give to my kids or my wife.
0: Or oh, whatever. so it, it moves on.
1: Yeah, so it moves on. Yeah, so you get to keep it or you can pass it down or something like that. So um,
0: That's incredible.
1: Yeah, so I'll have all PA
0: school. So it was, it was, you know, you come back to Dallas, it's just God moving. Yeah. It wasn't just was, it is what it is. It was There was a reason behind it. You'll get that joke if you yeah. listen to the Cultural oh, Lies right. one. But no man, that's that's absolutely incredible. So you got you got out of this thing kind of scot free, wow. and just it all worked out. Yeah, it was awesome. And then you came to Dallas and and found Jesus. Yeah, that's an, and and that's that's probably a whole nother podcast. We have so many to do. I know we do, but that's incredible, man. I I, I love this story. Um, I'm, again, I'm fascinated by this stuff. I could talk about it all day. Yeah, you know, I watch all the shows that that really hit on this stuff. Yeah, I didn't know about the Chair Force. Yeah. But uh I don't think I could have handled it, but you know, you talked about earlier being thanked for your service and I I still think yeah. that's important because you did have a job to do if 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 disaster was ever to strike. Right. And so I, I do think it's appropriate to say thank you for your service and you know, I like you said though, you're not on the front lines and but you right. have that in perspective. Right.
1: And I and I think it's really cool um, when people do thank us for the for the service like it was, it was an honor at the, like, I see it now as an honor. I don't think I would have responded. I would have just said, you know, you're welcome or thank you. Or like, it was my pleasure. But now it, it is an honor to do it. Cause there's not a lot of people that joined to do that sacrifice, but I still think the people that they've had bigger sacrifice than myself, you know, that went in and like, but, um, I still go and do it. So obviously it was, it's a pleasure now. And I, you know, what my response is now, like if someone says like, thank you for your service, I like, well, thank you for paying for my college. Like you know, because the taxes or whatever. So like,
0: that's a great response. It's just a
1: way of like kind of joking, but like it, like acknowledging it, it, but saying, "Hey, you had a part to play in it too." Yeah, yeah. Like all of us, like you support us, so it's really cool that like you know we work together. So
0: I love that. That that's a Chase newbie special. That's right. But thank you for the college. Anyways, thank you for listening to this episode of Masses World. Again, be where your feet are at this week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Masses World. Again, instead of rating, subscribing, and reviewing this podcast, I ask that you share it with one person that might like to hear it. Thanks again for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you next time.